Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! How's it going? How's your January? Yeah, it's cold. It sucks. It's so cold. It's so cold and icy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did get Ducky some new, um, like, legging shoes things, basically. And uh, so we got him this little thing that's basically like leggings where like they have boots attached to like elastic straps that like they're all four connected basically nice so, like a central strap on his back and so they're like so you can't lose one of them and they that's don't really smart. come off yeah yeah he's getting used to them he's he's doing all right so good old ducky yeah i mean otherwise things are fine i guess it's that like I don't know. January and February are, are weird and I hate them. So. They are. They are. Never really feel great about them. I always feel like I'm at like a weird holding point. The good thing about February is we have a lot of family birthdays in February. And so January is kind of a drag. And then we get to do like celebrations in February. And then it's my birthday in March. And it's when it starts to get a little warm. And then all of a sudden, here comes April, the worst month of the year. And April is coming in all like, hey, maybe like 50 degrees. I'll give you 50 degrees. Maybe we'll even get in like the upper 50s. And then it snows every year. I hate April. Yeah. April sucks too. Yeah. Hate it. Worst month of the year. At least you expect the snow in January and February. But April, you're like, we're so close to the promised land. And then all of a sudden, snow. Every yeah, year, without fail. April April is rude, right? Yeah. February is living up to expectations, but exactly. April is kind of mean. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, February is going to be a bitch, but April promises it's not, and then all of a sudden it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, why do we why do we live in this godforsaken city? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I ask myself every every year, every winter. I'm like, why the fuck do I want to live here? I think every, I think that's a, a phase for every Chicagoan around this time, right after Christmas is over before like all the St. Patrick's day stuff starts to kind of get rolling. Every Chicagoan is like, what am I doing? Why am I here? <laughs> Very existential. Yeah. Why, 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 why this city? Why did I pick it? And then as soon as May comes around, everyone's like, oh yeah, this is why. And then from May until October, you're like, this is amazing. This is the <laughs> best city in the world. Yeah, I don't know. We I was got, telling, we got I was some talking. high highs and some low lows. That's for sure. I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, I get it, man. If I were a rich motherfucker, I too would disappear from January through April into like a Florida condo. <laughs> yep. You know, like I've, I've made a lot of jokes and shit on wealthy North Shore snowbirds, but I'm not going to pretend I wouldn't love to do that if I could. If I were like independently wealthy, could own a winter home in Florida and could continue to like do work or whatever. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I would absolutely, absolutely. go and spend like <laughs> January through April in South Florida yeah. and then come back here for like May through December. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, well, should we get into it? Oh my goodness! This episode's wild and unhinged and mm-hmm. absurd, and and one I don't, of the three that's uh, blocked from Disney Channel. Yeah, I, I felt like it probably was. Um, let's get into it. Yeah, this is an absurd, unhinged 
episode that I haven't really settled on. So maybe during this recording, I will. Here's the thing. I kind of, there's a lot that's like wrong with this episode, but it's also kind of like a train wreck in that you can't stop watching. Uh-huh. So I think I enjoyed it. Yeah. But also we have another like Corey is an asshole episode. And so uh-huh. I'm just like, I just, he, he bothers me so much. And then when he and Topanga have their like little heart to heart in the elevator, I'm like, I don't want you to be together. <laughs> so I, know, right? I don't like this. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But well, this today, is uh, Fini Gall, yes. and today <laughs> we're talking about uh, you go ahead, season six, <laughs> season episode six, something, episode 20. The 20. truth about honesty is the title. Mm. This episode, I mean, it's not, it isn't, I don't, is it good? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's good or not because. I'm I'm of two frames of mind here. All right, in this episode, on on a first watch, right, I'm looking at this and I say like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. They, these characters are all kind of being the worst, and yeah. everyone kind of sucks and probably shouldn't be together. And and like, wow, and and yet no one is like, I don't know. Everyone gets to get away with being the worst, I guess specifically. Yeah. But then on the flip side of it, I'm like, this is like absurdist art, yeah. like, but <laughs> like it also, deliberately absurd and maybe campy. Maybe it's camp, actually. It does I don't feel campy. <laughs> That's very true. Very true. And I feel like there are there are important elements in this episode. Well, there are kind of two trains of thought because. I think Topanga has a very unhealthy view of relationships in this episode, but that's, uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. I think going down the other track is when they open up and they have a heart to heart and they're like, let's have an actual serious conversation. Like, I think there's value in having young people watch that. And, and I think the lesson, well, it's, it's all ties in and we have to, we have to do a recap first. Oh, my fun. Okay. <laughs> Oh, my fun fact. Okay. So my fun fact for the day is Eric, of course, is lying his ass off to this, this woman. Right. And at one point he goes, Oh, and by the way, I'm Batman. And at this point he actually was voicing Batman in the TV series, mm-hmm. Batman beyond. And so yep. he actually is Batman. That wasn't a mm-hmm. lie. Well, yeah, yeah, Eric's yeah. not Batman, but Wilfred is. So yeah. Uh, and of course this is, uh, I think the last episode that we hit that's no, no, their wedding or their honeymoon episode, I think, is the one, the last one that's banned from Disney Channel. But this is one of the ones in in addition. Oh, no, it's this one. It's Promises, Promises, and it's the drinking episode. So this is the last mm-hmm. episode that is banned from Disney Channel. Because mm-hmm. of all the the butt and the sex yep. and the, yep. the kissy kissy. Yep, mm-hmm. And the no strings attached night of mm-hmm. sexual escapades that Sean and Angela were supposed to have that they leave the party for rudely into Rachel's bedroom yeah, into someone who is not Sean's bed. I were they, I don't what, well, is it recap? We okay. got to recap. Right. We got to stay on yeah. track. It's is your mind. All right. And away we go. So Corey is like being wishy-washy with Topanga. And she says, we have to be totally honest. And so then he starts being a real asshole about honesty. Rachel and Jack invite everybody over for a dinner party. Eric lies to a girl about having a baby and brings her 
Uh, everyone, Corey's being a real dick at the dinner party. Sean and Angela are going to go have a one night, no strings attached sexcapades, but then he says he's in love with her and can't do it. And then Corey and Topanga almost break up, but then she shows him her butt and everyone's fine, I guess. Yeah. I don't, yeah. That's the resolution. Everything's <sighs> fine. They end up having dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> still don't know how I feel. Still not yeah. sure how I feel. We'll see how I feel at the end of this. What did you learn, Megan? I learned that there's there's honest and effective communication, and then there's just plain being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And knowing the difference is essential in mm-hmm. just in life, but also specifically in a relationship. Because mm-hmm. I think yeah. like there's there's one thing with with the honesty thing, and this is the example that comes to mind specifically in this episode. Topanga asks Corey if he wants to go see a movie and Corey says no. And that's the honest answer. All you have to do, say no, stop there. I don't want to see that movie, period. It's the fact that he added the extra layer of, I don't want to see it because it's a chick flick and I don't like chick flicks and like all of that extra stuff. Like that is being an asshole. That's the difference. We get to the honest conversation in this episode because Corey is such an asshole, but like it takes him being an asshole to get there. And that's obviously frustrating to watch, but they, I do appreciate the fact that they end up having a very honest conversation. Although I think the conclusion is kind of stupid. Like it's frustrating to me. And like I said, I think this ties in because I think Topanga has a very unhealthy view of a relationship because Mm -hmm. she's like, we should be able to share everything. We should have like, what's mine is yours. And I'm like, no, that's called codependency, mm-hmm. mama. Like you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta relax because there's, that's not. Anyway, what'd Sarah you learn? Pretty, uh, Sarah and I pretty readily agreed that we're not sharing toothbrushes. No. Um, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, what did I learn? I learned that honesty and tact are um, different and uh, that honesty without tact is mean yeah (laughs) um and so you know what Corey does in this episode is he does the thing that um like a lot of 16 year old boys do which is I'm not an asshole I'm just being honest sorry Mm -hmm. not 16 like 16 year old boys also like it starts year at old 16 boy. yeah and then it really just doesn't end until they're like 30 so um yeah a lot of a lot of um free thinkers if yeah. you will those oh, yeah. types of, yeah those type of free speech advocates you know mm-hmm. um oh yeah who aren't assholes they just tell it like it is you mm-hmm. know and and we sheeple can't handle hearing it like it is right so that's what Corey does in this episode. And he's basically a Tea Party Republican. And <laughs> um, I think that it is, it's like the most juvenile understanding of honesty. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that by the end of this episode, he has a better understanding of honesty in a relationship, which is a big part of why I don't think I can settle on enjoying this episode because yeah. here is our supposed hero being the fucking worst and mm-hmm. not getting better. Now, yeah. I can very comfortably watch a TV show full of terrible people doing terrible things to each other. Mm-hmm. That's fine. 
it's a very existing, very popular existing genre of television, and I'm perfectly content with it. But I don't think that's what we have here. <laughs> no, I think we're supposed to arrive at a lesson and our characters are supposed to learn a lesson. And once again, in this season, we're watching Corey be a dick with no repercussions. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit in this whole season. And I have to, I have to wonder, you know, is it... It, it like walks such a line where I'm like in the writer's room, almost like thinking about like friends, right? <laughs> Are we supposed to recognize that this character is like a selfish asshole and that's what amuses us or, or are we supposed to like forgive this? And I just don't think that it's definitive enough because he isn't punished, he doesn't lose. <laughs> anything here he, yep. he objectively wins actually uh -huh. <laughs> um whereas i want i want him to fail i want him to be a selfish asshole and for us to laugh at his selfish assholeness and for it to cause him to fail yeah uh, i agree but it doesn't that doesn't really happen so instead he just says he just tells it like it is and just tells it like it is you, Dumb, fragile women can't hear the truth without getting all emotional. So, grief. yeah, um, a miracle that that uh, she's still with him after this episode. Yes. Because here's, because not only okay, so he never one he never owns and apologizes that he was. No more okay. than honest that that he was not just being honest he was in fact being cruel mm -hmm. um so he never like recognizes owns or apologizes for that and secondly this should be concerning as fuck to topanga mm -hmm. because this is what's going on in this motherfucker's brain all the time and he's just been censoring it because he thinks he has to yeah <laughs> so that's really concerning yeah and that this is all just doing around up there on a regular basis and he's just been comfortably censoring himself for the pleasantries of society yeah, and no. when he's you know like that, that, that is um yeah. yeah yeah that's like if if she went home and slept on this she'd be like oh he's always thinking all of these really mean things isn't he but just doesn't say them because he's been socialized in that way and I'm not here to say that, like, I don't sometimes think some really mean things, you know, uh, like, that's fine. Like, some, everyone's going to think some mean things here and there, I guess. Mm -hmm. It does seem like every mean thing he thinks is about anything and everything Topanga says or does. Yeah. And also, <laughs> there's some mean things that feel a little bit prompted in society like if someone cuts you off in traffic like yes you don't know this person you don't know what they're going through maybe they're you know maybe someone is giving birth in the car and they have to get to the hospital quickly and but it can it still make you it it like prompts something in you there's nothing that's like prompting his dickishness he's just being a dick because those are like the thoughts that he just has in general like when i'm right. out and about in society like i feel like i don't have mean thoughts unless prompted by someone doing something that is inconveniencing me in some way but then i yeah. can check my then i have the like i don't know sense to check myself and be like okay just relax you're you're fine you're just being impatient 
Well, again, you've got this, your couple of examples. You have the movie mm-hmm. where, do you want to go see this movie? Uh, no, I don't really want to see that movie. Cool. That was honest. Period. Done. done. That's, <laughs> that's all the honesty that you need. You don't have to yuck her yum on it, right? Nope. And hey, I got a new haircut. Do you like it? Uh, no, actually, I don't really think I like it very much. Is honest, but not tactful tactful in any way. Yeah, and um, not making every the other guests feel awkward because there's it's one thing to say it when she comes home and just be like, oh, that's not my favorite hairstyle of yours. And there's another to like, bring it into the rest of the guests and like get everyone against her and everyone saying that they don't like it. And it's frustrating to me that he's like trying to, yeah, again, it feels very juvenile that he's like, everyone get on my team. We all hate your hair. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, let me, let me rally everybody behind hating a common thread. Um, That's your fiance, dude. What the fuck? I can be the popular kid. Let's all shit on you. Now, as the person who has historically welcomed being a common denominator of people shitting on to bring people together, and I don't know if that made sense. What I'm saying is that I am historically happy to be the butt of a socialization joke mm-hmm. to let a lot of friends get together. <laughs> In fact, Sarah and Paul very quickly bonded over shitting on me. And that's, I'm good with that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> But it's different because I was never made, I don't know. It's not like, here's the thing that I think I like, and now they're shitting on me about it. Mm-hmm. It's things that I actively openly shit on about myself. And so that I'm still also part of it, I think, yeah. maybe, is an important piece of that. Yeah. Well, and it's different mm-hmm. when it's people who, like... And granted, they're all friends in this episode, but like it's different when it's your best friend and your wife instead of just all of the people at this party. And like Eric brings this date. They don't know her and they Mm -hmm. know Rachel and Jack, but not they're not all like bosom buddies. They didn't like grow up together and have all this history. And so Mm -hmm. it's just Corey being a dick and making Topanga feel bad in front of people. Right. Now let's let's get into the meat here of the um the almost breakup and the elevator and the butt and everything, right? So the butt. So they they start the fight and and Corey says, I wish you didn't think you had to be perfect all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of prompts this fight, really. Which like yeah. I don't know. Good on Topanga for keeping her composure this long. Yes. I don't really know. Um very mature, just again setting a boundary being like i'm not going to stay here in this room with this person instead of like fighting it out right there she was just like i'm going to excuse myself from the situation and leaves mm-hmm. very mature response right right and so you know why did i go to why didn't i go to yale why am i here with you which like yeah girl you should have gone to yale we've been yep. there we've done it okay and then they get in the elevator together and topang is all like i want to share everything right mm-hmm. and corey's hang up is that he can't share everything with someone who won't even show me her butt yeah i in my mind it was why do you want to share we're not even sharing our own bodies and our own selves so Uh why would we share other things Mm -hmm. so i understand Corey's thought process sadly i get it Because he's like, you're not even really sharing yourself with me. You're just sharing. You just want to share my razor and my toothbrush. And you want to share like Mm -hmm. these material objects, but that's not real 
that's not like you haven't even shared the most intimate parts of yourself with me. So why would I, why is when you put it that way? Yeah. And, and Topanga's big on this. Like we should be sharing everything. And Corey's just like, okay, then you got to practice what you preach because right now you're not doing that. You're not sharing yourself with me. And so I think, I don't think that Corey is necessarily wrong. He's just being an asshole to be an asshole up until this moment. But when we have this honest conversation, I think he has a point because Topanga has been holding out on him. She's not, she's not uh, talking the talk or walking the walk. She's talking the talk and not walking the walk. So I kind of see, I kind of see it. I guess uh, when you, when you kind of talk it out that way about sharing yourself. Oh, because that's what it is. It's sharing. I know. Yeah. I just hate that it, that he is like, show me your butt and everything's good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, yeah. I hate that. That's the solution that we arrive where we arrive is just show me your butt and we're fine. But like, I, I understand his sentiment about you can't expect me to share everything with you when you haven't even shared that much with me of ourselves, like of our beings, then why, why do I, why do I need to share my razor and my toothbrush with you? Yeah, I suppose. And then they roll back into the party and everything's good. I don't mm-hmm. know. What are the logistics of this? How, does she just like pull down her pants halfway in the elevator and like, here's three seconds, look at my butt, like, haha, I mooned you kind of? I guess so. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm picturing in my mind. Like she just yeah. is like, okay, okay, okay. Just like, I'm going to count to five and that's, you have that long and I'm just going to stand here and do this and then we're done. And then you're going to drop it and we're going to not talk about it. I can't remember what age I felt so incredibly sexually frustrated and repressed that that would have done something for me. Um, Probably already having sex by the time that would have hit. (laughs) Like I'm trying to imagine uh, what like I feel like maybe I had to have been like 12 when the sheer thought of seeing a girl's butt for a few seconds would have like really done something for me. <laughs> I can't see it being, you know, fruitful, I suppose. I can't see it satiating that need entirely, especially for Corey, who's what, 19 at this point? Yeah, no, I I. I still, as a, as a adult here can see, like, can recognize a person who has a great ass. Like that's, mm-hmm. that, that has not escaped me, but I can't imagine a world in which, well, it's not that I can't imagine. I just can't like think back to at what age I would have been like, wow, the female butt for four to five seconds, like, and the <laughs> fact that it just gets him so excited, you know, it's, de- it's disappointing. It's kind of, de- it's, yeah, it's a little depressing. A little depressing. Um, you know, I don't know. That's, that's, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause yeah, I mean, I can still definitely like see someone on TV and be like, wow, they have a great ass, you know, mm-hmm. like that's very much so, but like, then it also like, I don't know. I move on. Uh, <laughs> but then, yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a thought. And then you're like, 
Okay, we go on right. with our lives. Right, right, right. Like, like not, I'm still a mammal. I'm still like a, a mammal that can. Like, <laughs> yeah. About it four days later, you're like, wow. And I'm remember like, man, that other day when we were watching that, that person show. was walking down the street and they just had an ass, and it's been four days, and I'm still thinking I'm about still those jeans. Um, and doesn't, if you that doesn't have hit, that thought, you know? maybe, maybe take, maybe see somebody. <laughs> maybe take some time. <laughs> Go take a cold shower, like like Sean. Poor Sean. The the Sean and Angela stuff is kind of hilarious, actually. I do I enjoy know. the Sean and Angela stuff. I do too, except I for like, the fact that they leave the party to go do mm-hmm. this. Right, right. Rude. The the timing is gross and rude and weird. And but I appreciate that she. Yeah, I appreciate that she plays his ass though. Yes, she knows and exactly she's, what she's doing. I think she yeah, handles this situation brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got the power here, and I yeah. love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the fact that I'm sure she probably still does have some residual feelings. So she would also like, she's getting something out of it too, because I'm sure she still has feelings for him as we find mm-hmm. out later, of course. Um, so I like the fact that she's kind of testing him and kind of trapping him a little bit, but she also is getting something out of it. She's not just like, yeah, let's do this because I'm going to play you and test you she actually right. is like yeah i mean one night no strings attached with sean great so. right no i love it and i appreciate the messiness of it and that she's in control of it and like it feels probably like one of the most realistic parts of this episode i guess too mm-hmm. and that like here are these two former partners who have like weird unresolved feelings and they still see each other all the time Mm-hmm. You know, in the in the PG-13 version of this show, they have a few beers and definitely end up sleeping together once or twice. Like, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in the HBO version of the show, definitely. Yeah. I mean, not even in, in like the in like the CBS 2007 version of this show. <laughs> if this show existed like six or seven years later than it does. Yep. <laughs> oh, I did want to mention or I did want to talk a little bit about. Rachel and Jack, because sure. I, I was kind of thinking of like examples of good and bad honesty, and they were the closest I think I could get to good honesty, because I feel like the, well, Jack gets a little insecure when she says the thing about him being passive, even though he yeah. totally is. But then he says the thing about the, the hair in the drain. And she's like, you spent 20 minutes thinking of that. And he was like, yeah, and she just like kind of takes it. I mean, it's hard to be offended at that. That's such a simple thing, but she just kind of takes it in stride and continues the night and they don't fight and they don't, you know, if they have a conversation, it's later off screen, we don't see it, but they just kind of like keep going and just like right. enjoy the night. Yeah, it works. I think that Jack gets to be really funny in this episode. Mm-hmm. Whew. Excuse me. Um, one of my favorite jokes is just when Sean comes in wearing like the same oh outfit that Jack was wearing, and he goes, "Nice outfit, nice shirt, man." <laughs> and that like so it's it's not made any more explicit than that, but it's really a good bit. Yes, and I think is. what's funny, and the, this I don't know, there's there's a level with the Rachel and Jack shit where it's all about this honesty and stuff, right? But Rachel won't like, and she's pushing for honesty. And yet before everyone gets there, she's not being honest with Jack and telling him to, that she wants him to wear a different shirt. You know, Interesting. Yeah. she's dancing around that in a passive way. 
in a very passive way. It's true. Maybe she's the passive one. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Doesn't hold up. No. Mm -mm. Call the writers. Get Michael Jacobs on the phone. (laughs) Who's your MVP? What if I gave it to Alan for the way that he doesn't Mm. question Eric? (laughs) No. I'm joking. I'm joking. I do think it's funny that he gets it and goes, "Mm, okay, yeah, sure. He's I'll go just along like with it. a sport. Yeah. He's just like a, a good sport about it until he yeah. like does the same, turns around and does the same thing. He's like, yeah, I made this. This is my kid. I'm like, go See what I made there. I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> good I think it's, I think it's funny because it's like, he does it knowingly to tease Amy. Amy like, yeah. Yeah. Like that's, I don't know. And I, and I, it's like, he knows he's going to get hit for it. And it's, I don't know. That's some of the good-natured old people in love flirting that I'm old here pe- for. <laughs> old people in love. Uh-huh. Just no, had a baby. He's not my, he's not my MVP. Um, I think the MVP is probably going to be Angela. Because mm-hmm. Angela is a damn winner in mm-hmm. this episode. She plays Sean. She knows that Corey and Topanga are being dumb. Mm-hmm. She's a she's just she's on it mm-hmm. she knows what's and she drags Corey in the beginning when he's being a bitch and then Topanga comes back and Angela's like Corey's being a bitch yep and he's like what the hell and like she's not here for anyone's games no she's not fucking around no. she's taking charge in this episode and I respect that it's true it's definitely Angela for sure mm-hmm I was the only other person that I could think of would be Rachel just because she goes through all the trouble with the dinner and right. everything right. but but you're right. Why, she was why is she making? Why is she making Cornish game hens? What I have no idea. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like honestly, they're college kids. Like who cares? They're not. They don't. They're not going to respect the Cornish hens. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Cornish game hens are a joke. They're not something anyone <laughs> really wants to eat. Just get a chicken. If that's yeah. what you're gonna do, yeah, yeah, just get a chicken. It's just just dumb. Just roast a whole chicken. Yeah, or like make something easy. Just make like I don't, they're they're fucking make whatever you want. They're just roasting a whole and... chicken is not that hard. I mean, no, <laughs> and they're not gonna know either way. They're too caught up in their own yeah. business. So Cornish game hens are. I don't know. There's just there's no reason for that now. What else does she said? She has baked potatoes, Cornish game hens, and I don't know. They're eating else. broccoli at the end. So, well, it looked like there was like fresh vegetables out of like an appetizer buffet mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know. Um, now, on the flip side, I understand from a writing perspective, Cornish game hens, because we have an unexpected guest. And so we need to be serving something that is exactly perfectly portioned. Yes, that's true. That's I. Very e- true one hen per expected guest so mm-hmm. i suppose from a writing perspective that all makes sense because i have seven potatoes and seven hens and something else yeah where was everyone gonna sit around that little island yeah they don't show us like a dinner table set up no mm-hmm. so i guess it was just around the island but it almost looked like there wasn't enough room for eric and his date Unless they sat at like the opposite ends, but also I think they don't have that many bar stools. Yeah, it's 
uh, it's not an apartment in which you would really host a sit down dinner party. No, not unless you like, uh, got one of those fold out tables and chairs and then you just right. like moved the couch and yeah. in the middle, but uh, well, well, suppose that's about that on that. Huh? That's about that. I feel like we're about to get into Topanga's parents' drama and Feeney's wedding. So things are about to escalate. So it was nice to have this week and last week is kind of a breather between the Tommy well, next, thing and the Topanga and uh, Corey thing. Next week, we have the psychotic one where. He's oh my God, you're dream- right. Where he's dreaming of killing everyone. That's also time. kind of a fluff episode. That's going to be fun. I mm-hmm. do like that episode. Yeah um i feel like that's the beginning of, that. though of where eric like goes unhinged fully i think i think eric's already started being unhinged a little bit yeah they like rein it back in with the tommy thing and they're like no no he's still fine he's still normal and then i feel like this next episode when he like goes fucking ape shit is just gonna be it's just it's the beginning of the end for me yeah um I, I so we've talked about the episode now. I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about it. I don't think I really like it very much. Um, yeah, I give it like two out of five stars. Yeah, sounds about right. I was hoping maybe after discussing it, I could really like lean into a no. It's deliberately absurdism. Um, I don't think it is though. I don't think it is either because they're next supposed week, to have like an honest conversation. You know? Yeah, yeah. Next week the psychotic episode is pretty deliberately absurd yes. and that because like I'm here for some deliberately absurdist yeah. storytelling. Yeah, why not? It's a fun Very, show. It's a kids show. Yeah. Um the and some of my favorite I mean if you and this and the show is not it's not like it hasn't played with absurdism. IE and then there was Sean and yeah. Um, trying to think. There's probably at least one other, one or two other. I mean, any of the time travel yes. ones are yes. effectively absurdist, mm-hmm. and the Witches of Pembroke is pretty absurdist. Like, oh, it's a good one. Now it's like absurdism light because it's like American sitcom absurdism. Of course. Um, it's Still not like it. it's not like uh German 1933 absurdism. Nope, it's it's not like that. But 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 American sitcom absurdism is still a good time. So I was hoping maybe I could get there yeah. on this episode. No, but it's not there. No, this it's not it. It's not it. We're getting there, but no. it's not it. Yeah. 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 Anyway, not something. Point. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly right. We're online. <laughs> you can find us on the things we are on instagram at the feeny call podcast we are on twitter and facebook at feeny call and send us an email feeny call podcast and if, at gmail. If, if you have a defense of this episode if you can give it yeah, more please. than two out of five let us yeah, know absolutely change please. change my mind make me feel better about it change my mind i dare you yeah or if you want to be on the show leave us a voicemail about you can about this episode or really about you know your thoughts and feelings or any fun facts that you have or if you uh you know want to share anything i don't know <laughs> way, to, way to end that one really strong i know i uh, action thanks for listening y'all we hope you have a great rest of your week wherever you're listening in the world i hope it's warmer than it is here oh and my god as always class dismissed